Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, CRM as a category is today the world's largest software market. Right? It has overtaken database technologies. And despite this size, despite the number of such vendors, the, there's a very uh, crucial problem of adoption which remains uh, unsolved. That's after these headlines. Google and Apple may no longer be able to charge their lucrative app store fees in South Korea if a plan to ban the practice in the country goes ahead, Reuters reports. South Korea, home to Samsung Electronics, could become the first among the world's major economies to bar Google and Apple from charging software developers commissions on in-app purchases. The South Korean Parliament's Legislation and Judiciary Committee was expected to approve the amendment of the country's Telecommunications Business Act, dubbed the Anti-Google Law, banning app store operators with dominant market positions from forcing certain payment systems. Following the committee's approval, it could be put to a final vote as early as today. Lawmakers in Europe and America are also considering similar changes. Meanwhile, Samsung plans to increase investments by a third to more than $205 billion over the next three years as the South Korean conglomerate pursues leadership in chip manufacturing and a bigger role in COVID-19 vaccine production, Wall Street Journal reports. Samsung said yesterday it would invest 240 trillion won in capital expenditure and research and development over the next three years, up from 180 trillion won in the previous three, according to the journal. Sequoia Capital China, the Chinese affiliate of the Silicon Valley venture capital firm, has quietly launched a new fund to buy and sell shares of publicly listed health and biotech companies, The Information reports. This is the firm's second hedge fund as the traditional boundaries between public and private market investors continue to blur and as the firm hopes to tap the global biotech boom, according to The Information The new Hong Kong-based fund, Sequoia China Healthcare Partners, will focus mainly on stocks of Chinese biotech and healthcare companies that are listed outside mainland China, according to the information. Reliance Geo Infocom's GeoPhone Next 4G smartphone, being developed in partnership with Google, could be priced as low as 3,500 rupees, Economic Times reports. Geo has given one of the first manufacturing orders for the handset, to UTL Neolink, a joint venture between Bangalore's UTL Group and Neolink Solutions, according to ET. Geo is looking to initially order 5 million handsets and a part of that order has gone to Neolink, according to the paper. The handset could hit the market as early as September 10th. Katabook, which makes a user-friendly digital bookkeeping app for small merchants and helps them accept online payments, has raised $100 million in fresh funding as it prepares to launch financial services, TechCrunch reports. The startup's new financing round, a Series C, was led by Tribe Capital and more strategic ventures and valued the two-and-a-half-year-old Bangalore startup at close to $600 million, co-founder and chief executive Ravish Naresh told TechCrunch. Kathabook is also buying back shares worth $10 million to reward its current and former employees and early investors. It is also expanding its stock options pool for employees to $50 million. One of the ongoing efforts with business software makers 
especially the increasing number of cloud-based software companies, is to bring the same kind of user experience and ease of use to the software that people use at work that we are used to with the many consumer apps that we can't get through our day without. A big area is the entire customer relationship management software segment, which has grown to outstrip database management software, says Vaibhav Venkayala, Senior Product Marketing Manager for Zoho CRM at Zoho Corp. Venkayala explained to me the basics of Zoho Canvas, a new software tool that the company has released, which allows customers to personalize Zoho CRM to individual sales executives' roles and needs without the hassle of a lot of coding and development. Here's how our conversation went. Uh, Vaibhav, uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you for making time for this. Uh, of course, we are going to talk about uh, CRM and uh, Zoho's work around it and your new Canvas uh, Studio for CRM. But uh, for starters, uh, I guess it would help our listeners uh, to familiarize themselves a little bit with the context. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the work that you do at Zoho and then we'll go from there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, uh, yes, as you said, I do work with the uh, CRM marketing team. And uh, <clears throat> for the folks who do not know, uh, that is our product for, uh, you know, the entire customer life cycle. And uh, a lot of my activity is around bringing the product or rather taking the product from the customer to the market and also rallying back uh, whatever are the uh, customer needs back to our teams. A lot of this obviously is through different vehicles, media, advertising, and uh, everything else. Hmm. Now, you've recently launched uh, something called uh, the Zoho Canvas uh, Studio for CRM. Uh, tell us what this is about. Right. Uh, before I go uh, into Canvas, uh, I'd, uh, I'd like to spend a moment to talk about the reason why it was built because uh, uh, over, see, we've had CRM for uh, uh, over 15 years now. Uh, and over all these years, uh, uh, of course, there, was, there were many more CRM players uh, who came up. Now, uh, in fact, the number of software vendors into marketing and sales, at least as per the uh, MarTech uh, surveys, is more than 9,000 vendors. Now. Uh, now, despite all of this, uh, or rather having all these 9,000 vendors, CRM as a category is today the world's largest software market. Right? It has overtaken database technologies. And despite this size, despite the number of such vendors, the, there is a very uh, crucial problem of adoption which remains uh, unsolved. <clears throat> and we see it uh, across our customers. We see it, uh, to be honest, even across our teams. Uh, the problem is, you know, you spend millions deploying a, a, a shiny new CRM system, uh, but then the true usage of uh, it, the true usage of a system like that is seen only when you put it to extensive use. And often we see that uh, you know salespeople don't update CRM; they don't work on. CRM, and you can't blame them either. See, if if they make money by clearing their quotas and selling more, do you expect them to sell or do you expect them to just update CRM, for which there's no reward, honestly. And if you, uh, I mean, when we thought about it, the point was, uh, 
you know why is it that the same person who spends a good amount of time maybe on something like linkedin something like spotify uh, or, or even youtube for that matter and i mean i know versus spotify it might not be a fair comparison but then why is it that business apps in general have a pretty lackluster experience so that was the problem we wanted to address and unless that experience bit is changed we felt the adoption challenge cannot be addressed because you can honestly never force somebody to fall in love with crm it has to happen naturally and that was the reason behind uh, canvas so that we could help bring a consumer app like experience to a hardcore business app like crm mm. yeah so right so 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 that was the uh, that was the background and the pretext behind it now uh, what canvas is is that canvas is a design studio that is natively built into our crm platform uh how does this function first uh, is across all your uh, all your uh, uh, in, uh, detail view that's what we call it but then essentially it's the main uh, customer detail page that every uh, every sales person or every uh, customer facing person has access to now uh, consider this right uh, take the take the case of sales even within sales there are so many roles just under it that is there is a there could be an sdr who is a sales de- development representative there could be a regional sales manager there could be uh, a territory sales executive and then uh, there could be a uh, uh, what do you call uh, the chief or director of sales for example now inherently it always happens that all of these people see the same layout and it's not and you might you might think okay that's good it's good for consistency when it's good saying that it's good for consistency is one thing while the for example the sales development rep needs only the phone number versus your uh, territory sales manager might not need the phone number and that is precisely where when they have to spend simple example is when they have to spend 20 scrolls to just reach that one field now the ability to customize all of that customize the interface itself change it you know change change the font face all of this <clears throat> build a complete interface from scratch canvas gets you that ability and you can do that by role by geography uh by uh, by any parameter there is <clears throat> now what that gives you is a completely different and new level of flexibility which was not experienced before in crm <clears throat> now um you might say okay <clears throat> this was there with uh, you know uh, uh it could could this happen before with an enterprise crm well the answer is yes you if you if you had a if you had possibly had million dollar crm budgets and maybe uh, 100 200 uh, uh, developers and designers working for your project then but how are you going to change anything without mass adoption and scale Now, that is where canvas comes in 
with the ability to do all this with a no code drag and drop editor i mean we're talking about companies who do not have to employ specific developers to get this done and if you it, now if you if it could be as simple as maybe editing a photograph on your phone at least basic editing then um, it should be so by the way you do it with your crm so that is the that is the angle of customization we are going for where through a simple drag and drop interface you can effectively build and craft your crm experience but that said uh, uh, th that said it is not while it is very personalized uh, you one one possible question which might uh, which might come to mind is if everybody has their own way of looking at crm how are you any how are you going to keep things consistent uh, the the answer to that is uh, the key of all this uh, all this personalization and customization lies with the crm administrator so it's not that everybody has a free hand to do whatever they want but it's a measured but personalized approach to everybody in the company hmm. how long did it uh, take zoho to develop uh, canva studio uh well it took us about 2 uh, years to uh, develop it and uh, we have been in uh, i mean we've been offering this in early access to some of our customers for the past 6 uh, to 8 months now uh and uh, the initial reactions and all have been great uh some of our uh, some of our uh, you know oldest customers and some of our large customers and small customers across demographies and geographies have uh, started using canvas well you know across the larger clients you know we've helped them uh, uh, you know we've taken a more personalized approach because of the magnitude of such deployments uh but uh in fact i'm happy to say that on the launch day uh during the first 24 hours uh over 2300 unique canvases were created so uh well there's uh, uh so customer usage beats everything so we are happy about that mm. roughly how many people are involved in developing canvas uh the the development team uh overall i think the canvas core team would be about uh, 150 to 200 people but then ideally overall credit should be given to the entire crm team which uh, which i think we are about 700 people now okay uh, what are some of the most important uh, takeaways uh, you've got from the early users okay uh one important point was um you know where a lot of a lot of the customers empathized with the with the adoption challenge you know because uh one one thing which uh, one thing which we felt was you know often we we takes we take a few things for granted right or we don't think it's possible that's a that's a better way to put it generally when you uh, in most things especially when when things have um, when something happens for too long you think that's the way it is right just like how uh, till a disruptor comes and changes everything and it's like uh, crt televisions were like okay a television has to be this big or uh, uh, or a mobile phone has to be this way 
till somebody came and changed it so in fact after canvas a lot of the customers were like oh we then i mean we never you know our question to them was you know if you never if you did not like the way traditional business software looks why don't why didn't you guys ever talk about it in general and i'm saying general business software not just about crm or any specific vendor you know their point is oh, come on why would business apps be as interesting see that that is the that is the status quo to be changed right and that that we felt was a was an interesting learning because um you know generally it's 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 sort of a given that uh, it's okay why should business apps be interesting it is uh, uh, i mean it's not a, it's not a consumer app like uh, maybe instagram or spotify or something like that so that was one thing uh, second was uh, like i was saying uh, one of their uh, uh, i i shouldn't call it concern but uh, uh, one of their apprehensions was if everybody can personalize it then uh, won't it be abused uh, so like i said the answer to that is the admin holds the key to uh, all of these things and um, third uh, at least with our early deployments um, i can say that they have been uh, they have been very happy and uh, they are increasingly asking for uh, you know uh, even more i mean they are giving like we we need some more templates yeah uh, coming to templates a lot of them have asked for more templates so we have uh, canvas also has a template gallery where uh, you know uh, different canvases are stored as templates i mean we built those templates some of them by industry some of them by role and then uh, companies can come and directly use them some of them have been asking for more uh and uh, while a few of them had also expressed interest in uh, you know we will build a canvas and share it with you if it could be useful for other companies why not right so the longer term objective here is to create an ecosystem that way and a marketplace where you know you if you are in the real estate uh, industry you build a canvas okay why not uh, uh, why, why why not give it to somebody else even if it has to be for a cost or you had to be an industry expert you can always look at this as a as a as a as a, as a community based model like a, uh, like a community of wordpress designers or developers you know you could have a community of crm designers so uh, that is our uh, that is our longer term vision for it and from the early users uh, have you found that uh, you have been able to solve the original problem that you mentioned to me in terms of getting the sales folk to be more willing to keep their crm updated indeed indeed uh, and we have seen that with uh, quality of crm data improve across all uh, across a lot of these customers and we've seen that with our own sales team as well uh, so with respect to role when you hide all the unnecessary uh, information when you keep the necessary stuff see it's also you might say that you know as long as you have something like a phone number compulsory why would anybody skip it the compulsion is one thing and uh, do uh, doing something with their own will and the, if they like it is something else so uh, 
data quality has seen a definite jump up and also the uh, the uh, the number of unanswered fields even that had uh, seen an improvement from our early deployments with customers and our team alike hmm. is it uh, too early to ask if it's possible to measure productivity improvements because of the use of uh, canvas studio yeah i think in in terms of exact productivity numbers it it would be too early because we would have to uh we would after post the deployment completion we would have to take at least uh, uh you know three quarters or so but our teams are i mean uh, one of uh, one team of customer advocacy is directly working with partners regularly on this trying to you know help them see the value uh, even in terms of numbers but i think we will have that soon you know at a, in a, in a few mo- a few months down the line i think we should have concrete numbers on that Hmm. but qualitatively there has been there has been a definite jump so far hmm. and this uh, canvas studio used completely off of the cloud uh, it is completely cloud based uh, yes yes work? yeah so when see this is uh, an inherent part and a native part of our crm right so uh, it is completely cloud based and uh, uh, it it works along with our crm and we've also uh because we want to drive adoption at a mass scale that's one of the reasons why we've not priced it extra in fact a lot of the um, a lot of the industry analysts that we were uh, speaking to uh four or five of them asked that you know why aren't you monetizing this our uh, rather our explanation to that was that see if we monetize it then you cannot drive mass large scale usage right so when you're looking at a at a at a paradigm shift you'll have to you'll have to uh, ensure it's open to everybody uh, so that was uh, uh, that was the reason behind that and it's available on uh, on the cloud along with the crm our roadmap is that a lot of other zoho products also will be getting this because this is essentially a design layer a design studio that sits atop uh our 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 product architecture hmm uh with, you know with the increasing use of uh, uh, elements of ai and uh, machine learning algorithms uh, even in of course definitely in crm and helping sales people uh, close deals faster etc uh what is the state of uh, sort of advancement when it comes to uh, these kinds of programs looking at a user's profile and automatically uh, surfacing or providing uh, a personalized uh, or specific um, interface if you you know if i can put right. it that way yeah yeah definitely that is a that is a very uh, important aspect of uh, this whole process uh so okay till now i spoke about uh, you know personalizing the interface based on the static aspects that is a person's role a person's geography right something like that now this can also be done and we are working on that it is uh, uh, the team is actively working on an ai based modeling system for it where now post usage now let's say after 6 months of canvas usage uh, 
after six months of uh, you know 10000 companies using canvas for example <clears throat> if you analyze their usage trends right now what can you get out of that historical data <clears throat> it is that a sales development representative from a company of uh, let's say 100 employees is more likely to use an interface with an order of abc as opposed to you know if the if the company size was 500 maybe they would use it as a cba for example right so that is historical uh, and usage pattern based uh, uh, based learning and second with uh, the ability to manually teach uh the system about preferences so when uh, let's say this is not the right interface for you let's say you want some change in this when you when you request that change to your admin now that is an important feedback mechanism to say you know this is these are the preferences and um, now the summation of all this across various uh, <coughs> companies geographies roles of course all of this uh, within the uh, within the ambit of uh, privacy and security of course that is our uh, i mean uh, uh, we would never uh, uh, go beyond that uh, so within the ambit of uh, of uh, user privacy yes uh, ai will play a very key role based on historical data and uh, usage patterns Okay, excellent. Uh, so, in the context of uh, you know future development, uh, one sort of standard question is, what are the next big steps for you uh, in terms of developing uh, Canvas Studio? Okay, next big steps is obviously bringing this experience to all other Zoho products. That's the first thing on the roadmap. Uh, uh, second is uh, you know uh, taking this to uh, this AI, uh, building in AI. Uh, and machine learning into the canvas experience so that is also on the road map uh, the next piece is uh, the uh, the marketplace and the ecosystem and the community uh, designer community that i spoke about so that way these are the and uh, also another point is uh, opening canvas as a platform so that is still you might say a much uh, uh, longer goal but uh, these are the major major items on the road map excellent uh, interesting conversation vibhav uh, thank you again for making time for this and uh, i hope to keep the conversation going so sure, sure definitely pleasure thank you that was vibhav venkayala that's it for today's briefing you can find all our podcasts on forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast apps i'm hari arakli thank you for listening